When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You're listening to Winning Cures Everything. Game day, baby. Wake up or get out. Here's your host. A confident young man. A superb athlete. Gary Seegers. All right. Welcome in. Winning Cures Everything. I'm your host, Gary Seegers. Hopefully everybody has a, uh, a wonderful Tuesday, which is when you're getting this. Uh, that's right. It's the drive home edition of the show. Found out this morning, both kids have COVID. Uh, I do not. My wife does not. But the kids ended up with it. Um, pretty wild how this thing works. Pretty wild. So uh, let's uh, let's chat. Let's talk. We've got a lot to discuss. I put up a new video on the YouTube page. I think the way that we're going to do this going forward is I'm going to put up specific topic videos on the YouTube page, and then the podcast is just going to be me riffing. Uh, just me on my way home, and we're going to have a good time with it, right? Because there's just so many topics to hit, and trying to cut up all of these into different segments and whatnot, it's just a mess. So uh, hopefully you guys will work with me right here on the podcast. That's that's my hope. That's uh, that's my that's my thing. And we'll put the video podcast up uh, for anybody that wants to listen. It's two ninety nine a month. Over on YouTube, so go ahead and knock that out. The podcast itself, the audio is uh, well, that's free. You can uh, you can just subscribe to the pod. Uh, we would certainly appreciate that. So uh, let's get into it. We, there's a lot of topics to discuss on today's show, so let's go on and uh, and talk about what that is. Uh, topic number one. Oh, by the way, this is the Tuesday, February twentieth edition of the show. I'm recording on Monday afternoon, the nineteenth. So, President's Day, I believe. Uh, I think the 12th is uh, Abraham Lincoln's birthday. Maybe today is Washington's birthday, something like that. Uh, you would think I would know these things because I did go to school, but who knows? Who knows? All right, topic number one. The college football playoff TV deal. The announcement for that, or the report, was <clears throat> premature. 
I think that's the easiest way to say that. Uh, basically, uh, everybody that reported on it got it wrong. And I'm sure that they got it from their sources. Maybe ESPN was trying to put some pressure on them. Uh, but that thing came out, and then at the end of last week, you start to hear, well, ESPN might pull the deal if they don't get their affairs in order. And that was just a part of it, right? The, uh, the MAC commissioner, uh, John Steinbrecher, he told his ADs via a memo that the CFP TV deal reports were inaccurate. Uh, he said, um, well, he's, he's the longest-serving member of the 11-person CFP management committee. He said that they haven't even reviewed a draft of a potential new deal. And I, I can absolutely believe that because they haven't even figured out if they're going to do uh, six automatic qualifiers uh, or five. Right? There's still a lot that, that's going into this thing. And Greg Sankey, uh, the SEC commissioner, is getting pretty pretty irritated. Uh, he had some quotes that came out where they're going to have to redo how they do the governance of this uh, going forward. But it, Kirk Schultz, the president of Washington State, is the one that kind of came in and, and held everything up. He said, yo, 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 hold up. Uh, we still want to be considered a uh, an autonomous five, uh, and there's no reason why we shouldn't be through no fault of our own. Uh, everybody else left our conference, da 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 It's like, well, I mean, you guys are Washington State and Oregon State. There's, there's nothing left of the Pac-12. So even if you were to bring in, you know, a bunch of Mountain West schools and maybe some American athletic conference schools, there's that – that is not a, a Power 5 league. And if you want to get down to the nuts and bolts of it, I mean, it, the only power leagues are the Big Ten and the SEC. I mean, that's that's what it is. The ACC and the Big 12 have not done their part. Uh, and who knows what's going on with the ACC. If you go watch the video on YouTube uh, about Florida State, you'll see what might be coming down the pike on that. Uh, but this CFP TV deal mess, I, how, how do reports get it so wrong? That's what I'm curious about. I believe Heather Dinich from ESPN was the first one to report that ESPN had reached an agreement with them. Um, but at, like, how do you say that you reached an agreement with somebody who hasn't even reviewed the draft? Like, that's that's the crazy thing to me is why? How how were you so wrong? How how did you get so wrong on this? Uh, it's it's pretty. I mean, to me, it's interesting. Because I, I get where ESPN might want to kind of force their hand a little bit. We we all thought, and by we, like me and, and some of the other people in the, the uh, playoff media, not playoff, in the college football media, thought that the deal was kind of short. I think that's the easy way to put it. Um, the deal was, you know, for significantly less than, than what we thought it would be. Uh, everybody thought it might be like, you know, closer to $2 billion, and ESPN was saying that they got it for $1.3 billion, and they tacked on an additional six years. But as it stands, there is nothing past uh, 2025. So we've got the 2024 season and 2025 season. And after that, uh, who knows, right? Because the Big Ten has been talking about moving to 16. Uh, there is... In my opinion, if the ACC folds, I mean, we are going just straight wild cards, just straight uh, at-large bids, no automatic qualifiers. Doesn't matter if you win your conference, which I think I've gone back and forth on this. Do I think 
that it's better for the sport to have automatic qualifiers? Yeah, probably, right? Because you, now I don't know that they should be ranked in the top four, but you should at least get into the field, right? You, the NCAA tournament doesn't rank the, the conference champions highest and then everybody else plays below that. I mean, that, that would be absurd. But, like, it just it doesn't make a ton of sense. Now, they do have conference tournaments and everything else. Uh, college football has a college football championship game, like a, a conference championship game. So, who knows? Who knows? I'm, I'm very curious uh, what they're going to end up doing with this. I, I think eventually we're going to move to no conference championship games. Uh, but those properties are so valuable right now as far as the – the TV rights and whatnot, everybody has changed their rules to where there's no divisions. And why would there be divisions? You can't play everybody in your division every year because there's too many damn teams in these things. It, it's just a, it's an absolute mess. Absolute mess. But, yeah, the, the CFP TV deal, the reports were too early. They were just too early. And, and they were just wrong. And I don't know how you just get that wrong. Like, maybe, maybe somebody put that out that, hey, here's what we're offering – um, but even still, if you look at ESPN's business model, it, you pay that much money for the CFP, uh, you're not, like, there's no way for ESPN to be profitable. Because you know they want to keep the NBA, but they're going to have to pay more for the NBA. And I, I just, I haven't fully understood what they're trying to do. That's what I'm curious about. So, regardless, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. My guess is uh, they moved to 16 teams and there will be no automatic qualifiers uh, going forward, like after after 2025. That's what my guess is. And I, I do believe they'll get the 5 plus 7 model finished because right now it's still 6 plus 6. Uh, that's my guess. But uh, we shall see. We shall see what ends up happening. All right, topic number two. Uh, didn't get a chance to talk about this last week, but certainly want to. Sean Elliott, the Georgia State head coach, he is headed to South Carolina as the tight ends coach and maybe running game coordinator, something, whatever it is, associate head coach, something along those lines. Um, look, that team started six and one last year, and they finished uh, what six and uh, maybe seven and six. I can't remember if they won the bowl game. I think they did win the bowl game, uh, but man, they lost a bunch of guys to the transfer portal. Uh, their returning production is next to nothing. Um, and it, it looks like, you know, like they, they lost the last five games of the year. They got absolutely run out of the stadium by multiple teams. It, Georgia State just did not do all that well last year. Now, you're entering into a year with Sean Elliott where if you don't do well, and the odds are that you're probably not, uh, you are, you're not going to be coming back. So, if you have this opportunity to go back to Columbia, where you spent a, a good chunk of your coaching career, he was there under Steve Spurrier, he was the interim coach there, um, and he still has family. Like, he's got a son that plays high school football in Columbia. And weird part about this, he didn't miss a single high school football game in Columbia, South Carolina last year, even though he is the head coach of Georgia State. That's pretty wild. I mean, it's it's incredible. Like, you want to talk about dedication. Dedication to the cause right there. Uh, when you could be out recruiting, you could be out doing all kinds of things. Um, 
It's you could certainly be with your team on Fridays, especially for road games where you got to travel early. Uh, but instead, he traveled separately from the team and went to his son's football games in Columbia, South Carolina. So this does make a little bit of sense if you look at it uh, from that. I, I'll, I'll tell you this. Everybody's trying to turn this into some kind of narrative uh, because Kane Womack left South Alabama, Maurice Lingus left Buffalo, uh, et cetera, et cetera, right? It just it, it goes on and on. Head coaches leaving for coordinator positions. Uh, North Dakota State's head coach um, left to be the linebacker's coach and, like, associate head coach of the defense or something at uh, USC, like not even the defensive coordinator. Truth of the matter is all of them are going to be making more money. All of them were... Eh, I won't say all were on the hot seat. I don't know that Kane Womack was on the hot seat. But all of them knew that the places that they would like to go, uh, and, and maybe not so for uh, for Sean Elliott, right? He he may not care about being head coach anymore. He's gotten to scratch that itch. Uh, things did not go all that well in Atlanta. And he has said, and all of these coaches have said that, NIL, transfer portal, me developing players for somebody else to just come in and take? Yeah, like what is the purpose of that? Like I could be at one of these big schools and I could go get the players and I could make more money and I could, you know, do whatever. Like it. who? <laughs> There's so many more things in life than being a head coach. Some of these guys really want to be head coaches. Some of them have tasted what being a head coach is like, and they're like, you know, I kind of liked it better when I didn't have all that responsibility. Uh, it seems like a very stressful life, especially at a G5 program right now. So, is there something to this narrative that everybody's trying to push? Maybe, somewhat. Uh, I mean, when you're Kane Womack, when you're, uh, you know, Sean Elliott, etc., you, you see that even if you do have fantastic seasons, even if you do great things, your best chance at, at moving up to a Power 5 job might have been like Willie Fritz getting Houston or a year ago getting Georgia Tech. Like, is that really the, the step up that you're thinking? You know, it, it used to be that Billy Napier could go and get Florida. Well, we, we've seen this too many times now. They don't do all that well. Like, I, I feel like too many, you know, big-time programs have felt like they've been tricked by some of these, um, you know, some of these coaches that come in and do a good job right off the bat. And if you have sustained success at these smaller programs, yeah, maybe. But, like, John Sumrall came in at Troy and had two absolutely fantastic seasons. And he was able to turn that into Tulane. And maybe Tulane ends up being a Power 5 program eventually, if, if you still call it that, Power 4, whatever. Um, but my guess is probably not. So you moved up to the American, and now if you're John Sumrall, you got to hope that some of your ties from elsewhere get you in, right? Because everybody thought, okay, well, if Kentucky uh, loses Mark Stoops, well, then they'll just go get John Sumrall because Sumrall was the D.C. there. You have to have had that P5 experience to be able to do it. Kane Womack, for example, his only P5 experience was at Indiana. Well, now he's going to Alabama as the defensive coordinator, right? So there's there's a lot that goes into this. Uh, but the Sean Elliott stuff, I don't know that the narrative stuff is all that accurate. 
when it comes to Sean Elliott, he can talk about NIL. He can talk about da 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 da. If it had been any other job other than South Carolina, I don't know that he takes it. And I think that's just that's the bottom line. That's the that's the best part, right? That's the most serious part about it. Uh, his son lives in Columbia, and it makes sense for him to go back home. So, uh, topic number three, EA Sports College Football 25. They released the trailer last week, and it seems like they are getting it all right. It seems like. Uh, the uniforms look cool. The stadiums look cool thus far. The mascots, all that kind of stuff. It's, it's all the stuff that gets you hyped back up for it, right? That's what you're looking for is all this this cool, fun stuff, and I'm excited about it because when it comes out this summer, I am going to be... I'm going to be at home on Friday nights after we get the kids to sleep, and I'm going to be playing, you know, whatever this is, and probably online. Uh, I didn't do much of the online play before, but I'll have a dynasty. I'll do all that kind of stuff. Uh, the question right now seems to be, and I'll, I'll probably do a video about this on the, on the YouTube page, but who is going to be the cover of it? Like, who, who belongs on the cover of EA College Football 25? I, do you go the route that you've always gone where, and it, it's been, uh, what, 10 years since they did this? 11 years since they did this? Uh, they used to always have, you know, a super dynamic player or the Heisman Trophy winner or whatever. Well, do you put Jaden Daniels on there? Or, you know, with these all these kids transferring and everything else, like LSU is going to claim Jaden Daniels and, Joe Burrow forever, right? Both of them played for two years there. Uh, but it's not like these were guys that, you know, came into the school, stayed there for four years, da 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 Maybe it's got nothing to do with it. But I, I, I don't think you can go any other direction other than putting Nick Saban on the cover. That's what I think. I think it has to be Nick Saban. Um, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it doesn't have to be Nick Saban. But... I think if, if I were at EA Sports, that would be the direction I would go. Uh, I don't think that they would have chosen this last year sometime when they were working on the development of the game. I think that this is something that has to be current, has to be... Uh, but maybe... Now I'm talking myself out of it. There are so many people that hate Nick Saban, that hate Alabama, uh, because of, you know how just how much he beat everybody else <laughs> maybe they don't want that i wouldn't imagine they'll put jim harbaugh in there uh maybe you put somebody from the national champions you know jj mccarthy something like that who knows uh we'll see we'll see what ends up happening um i don't know who the the dynamic player the most popular player among kids is but i don't think it's going to be kids buying this game that's that's what i'm I don't think it's going to be kids. I, I'm very curious because they haven't said anything about, you know, all the stuff that's going to go into this game. I don't want them to do exactly like they did last time. Like, I'm, I'm curious, are they going to do uh, realignment? Are they going to have an option for realignment? Because they could release this in the summer, and by the time we get to football, Florida State might be in a different conference. And we'll talk about that here in a second. But it's possible that Florida State could be, you know, playing in the Big Ten uh Probably not this year, but maybe next year. So, like, the entire offseason you're going to have to stick in the ACC. Like, I don't know. I'm I'm very curious about that. Uh, are they going to do expanded playoffs? Because, as I told you, I think that we're going to get to 16 teams. 
Well, if we get to 16, I don't want it to be stuck on 12. Now, granted, yeah, you're probably going to have to buy a new version of this every year. They do the same thing with Madden. But, yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what ends up happening. Um, oh, and then how detailed is the recruiting, right? Are they going to do the transfer portal? Are they going to do NIL? That's that's the stuff that I want to see. I'm sure I'm going to spend more time on this, especially in uh, in these you know, longer YouTube videos where I just deep dive a, a certain topic uh, because this is going to be a big deal. Like, college football is is at its peak right now. There's going to be a lot of people uh, that are buying this game, more so than, than people would think. Uh, if you haven't already, subscribe to the YouTube page. Subscribe on the podcast. Leave a, a podcast review. That would help me out tremendously. Like, I'm still trying to build this. I'm, I'm trying out new things. Hopefully you guys like it, uh, but leave leave some reviews for me. Let me know, and uh, jump in the YouTube comments. I'm, I'm very curious. Uh, and if you want to watch this podcast, my drive home, then uh, then you can do that on YouTube. So I would uh, I would appreciate that, but you have to be a member at YouTube. So certainly, certainly do that. Oh, I'm on Twitter as well, at GaryWCE. I got the account back. I don't know if I'd spent time talking about it, but yeah, uh, at GaryWCE. You can send me a DM and let me know what you're thinking or just tweet me and tell me, hey, Love the pod, whatever. I would, I would appreciate that. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right. Florida State. Are they actually getting out of the ACC? This is the video that I've got up on YouTube right now. And the ACC... When they filed with the Leon County case, said that the that Florida State has got it wrong, that it's not some draconian uh, draconian measures that you know you have to fight to be able to get out of this conference. That it's basically um, it's a a commercial possibility is what they said. A commercial possibility. I, Okay, that sounds like they can buy their rights back. And if that's the case, then that ACC grant of rights is not as ironclad as everybody thought that it was. Uh, That thing goes through 2036. Florida State said that if that is the case with the exit fee and how much the TV rights are worth, you know, each year of that deal, it would cost 
over half a billion dollars for Florida State to be able to buy out. And that's why they were talking with a bunch of these private equity firms about potentially, you know, partnering with Florida State Athletics. That's one that's one thing that you do not want happening is private equity becoming involved with college sports. I mean, that just sounds like a disaster. Um, I mean, you want to talk about turning some people off quickly? Uh, that that would certainly do it. Um, I... I think I think this is going to happen, and I mean I've always thought that it was going to happen. Florida State would find a way out because that's what lawyers do, um, and ACC lawyers are, you know, yeah they want to they want to fight it and whatnot. But the biggest thing for the ACC is, yo, if you leave, well we've already got our backups with Stanford, Cal, and SMU. If we've already got those, ESPN can't pull out of the deal, unless of course there is truth to that 2027 network option. Um, and if that's the case, then this whole conference is going to fold anyway uh, if Florida State leaves. Because it won't just be Florida State. It'll be Clemson. It'll be Miami. It'll be North Carolina, potentially, although there is something going on in the legislature there that could tie North Carolina and NC State together. Uh, we we heard the same crap about uh, Washington and Washington State and Oregon and Oregon State. Uh, none of that mattered when it came down to it. You know, college athletics is a big business, and that is just the facts of the matter. So, with that said, um, is it going to be the Big Ten of the SEC? I'm, I'm probably going to do another deep dive video on this. Would Florida State fit better in da 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 I think Florida State would probably fit better in the SEC. I think it is much more likely that they go to the Big Ten because the Big Ten wants to expand the footprint. Uh, again, this is all dependent upon... Florida State's academics, etc. I haven't done a, a full deep dive into that to see what would work and whether or not the Big Ten brass, uh, all of the chancellors and presidents and whatnot, would actually approve Florida State coming in. Because, you know, I mean, this used to be free shoes university, as Steve Spurrier used to say. So it, have they improved their academic profile enough to get into the Big Ten? If the Big Ten is just looking at it from, hey, this is a valuable property that we need to add and we need to expand down into Florida, then yeah. Uh, but the way that it looks right now, uh, the Big Ten and the SEC are working together. I don't know that it is so much a competition between the two conferences as, uh, as everybody thought it would be. So my guess would be they'll go to the Big Ten. The SEC will grab North Carolina and whoever else. Um, but we'll, we'll see. I mean, it, I don't think the SEC wants teams from or schools from states where they already have a footprint. They've already got the flagship school in each of the southeastern states. They would probably want Virginia and North Carolina. Just a guess. Um, next topic up. Arizona. They hired Desiree Reed Francois, the Missouri AD, to be their new AD. Now, that's interesting, if only because typically SEC athletic directors don't, or any Power 2 athletic director is not going to move off of a P2 job where they're making more money because she has to take less money to go to Arizona. Um, but it, this is another one of those things that's kind of like Chip Kelly, that's kind of like Sean Elliott. It's like, this is not a narrative thing, this is a one-off. And it's a one-off because uh, Francois went to school at Arizona. And she has lived on the West Coast, you know, her whole life. 
And then you get something like Ben Fredrickson uh, from the St. Louis uh, Post-Dispatch. He said that there had been some low-key friction between her, you know, the AD, and the Board of Curators. And it wasn't anything that was expected to uh, result in immediate removal or anything like that. Uh, There were just some things where they were not on the same page. And that was was interesting Um, because you don't see this happen very often. Missouri has had things kind of rolling, maybe not so much in basketball, but, you know, the football program really uh, gained a lot of momentum this year. Um, So it's weird to see that one. Uh, The Pac-12 commissioner, George Klyovkov, is out. Teresa Gold is in. Uh, That's G-O-U-L-D if you want to Google it. I don't know why it took so long to get George Klyovkov out of there. Uh, the conference was, like, done. They are done. So, like, why are we even having this conversation? Uh, but two, uh, I guess it's cool that this is the first ever um, Autonomy 5 conference female commissioner. But she's in a conference with only two schools left, and I don't really know what her job is going to be. Like, I'm, I'm very curious, is she going to try and rebuild the Pac-2 or Pac-12 or whatever, or is she going to do something different? So I, I don't know. Like, this might, be a, this might be a very quick thing. We'll see what ends up happening. Uh, but very, very interesting. Uh, real quick hitters, let me hit on these right quick before I go inside the house. Uh, Alabama football. They had two open spots left on the coaching staff. They hired Baylor offensive line coach Chris Kapilovich, um, I hope I said that right, and uh, they hired Georgia Southern offensive coordinator Brian Ellis as their tight ends coach. I still want to know where Scott Cochran is. Hook me up with Scott Cochran and I'll be fine. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian signed a massive extension, $10 million per year from Texas. I've seen people comparing this to Jimbo getting a massive extension uh, after the 2020 season, and I don't, this is not apples to apples. Uh, not only that, like, look, that's the, that's the price of doing business. Somebody gets you to the playoff, especially the four-team playoff. Uh, you win the conference for the first time since, uh, what, 2009? Yeah, he deserves a raise. He deserves an extension. You don't want to lose that guy. Point blank. So, uh, weird story. Last one that we'll talk about before we get out of here. Uh, WJLX in Jasper, Alabama, had their 200-foot radio tower stolen. How do you steal a 200-foot radio tower? I, I do not understand that at all. Um, they sent out guys uh, to clear out the property with a bushwhacker and whatnot, and the guys came up and said, yo, the tower isn't here. And they said, what do you mean the tower's not there? Somebody had unhooked all of the equipment, they had stolen the equipment, and they took the 200-foot tower. How is that even possible? I would love to know how that happens. Uh, they, they set up a GoFundMe, and the GoFundMe, um, the GoFundMe was for $60,000. And after like three weeks, they've got 19000 plus. So if you want to support them, WJLX and Jasper, uh, they said that they're going to get it back up and running eventually, but right now you can just listen online. So it's a local station. It is what it is. All right, that's going to wrap it up.
Hit me up on Twitter, at GaryWCE. Uh, make sure that you become a member on the YouTube page. Uh, thank you for subscribing to the podcast. I certainly appreciate that. I am excited about where we're going. We're winning here is everything. It's going to be a good time. Don't forget to subscribe to the BetUS College Football Show. Uh, we'll be back next Tuesday talking about some of the, the latest rumblings and whatnot. Uh, but, yeah, I am excited about things. Uh, take care of yourself. Take care of each other. God bless college football. And uh, hopefully all of your tickets cash this week. Thanks for listening to Winning Cures Everything. Make sure and follow me on Twitter, at GaryWCE. If you want to toss in a question, you can email me, Gary, at winningcureseverything.com. Make sure and hit that subscribe button, and we'll see you next time. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.